Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hey, sports fans. We are so happy to be back from Brief Hiatus. So welcome to the newest episode of Champions of Change, where each week we spotlight the women and non-binary people making a difference in the sports world, both on and off the field. Every Friday, hear how athletes, marketers, creators, executives, and more are breaking down barriers and changing the game forever. As always, I'm your host, Molly K. Helene, Adweek's senior TV reporter, covering all things on the business of TV news, sports media, and marketing. Last time we checked in, the Writers Guild of America went on strike, and I can confirm that is definitely still happening. But that doesn't mean new shows aren't still coming out, though. So we've got a Walking Dead spinoff, Dead City, set in New York, premiering on Sunday. So on Wednesday, the cast and walkers took over the city, so I headed over to Cat's Deli to check it out. Read my story on the activations, plus an interview with the executive producer, Scott Gimple, on adweek.com. This weekend, to the surprise of literally no one, I will be at the New York Liberty game, where they're playing the Phoenix Mercury. Brittany Griner is back, and the Liberty are expecting possibly the most attended regular season game ever. They've opened the upper bowl. That's a big deal. This week, we're talking basketball, though. I'm here with Natalie White, founder and CEO of Moolah Kicks, the first basketball brand designed specifically for women. In just three years, Natalie's landed a massive partnership with Dick's Sporting Goods, and the brand has locked down ambassadors like Courtney Williams and Destiny Anderson. Natalie, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Molly. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited for this one. We were chatting in the prep call, and it was like, wow, okay, this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited. So there's a really cool story behind Moolah Kicks. So can you tell us what made you want to found the brand, and how did it happen? So I grew up my entire life playing here in New York City. I played for different AAU teams. I played for my high school. Most recently, I played in the Dykeman League this summer. And I think throughout my entire career, I shopped in the boys and the men's section. 
And what's so crazy is that I never questioned it until I got to college. I saw an ad that featured four of the top WNBA players holding out not only men's sneakers, but men's sneakers named after NBA players. Saw the WNBA player's name, the men's sneaker named after an NBA player, and the, the NBA shoes they were promoting. And I think for the first time, I took a step back and I realized, wow, what is the message that we are receiving as girls and women's basketball players? What does this say about the respect for our game? And our access to products that are specifically for us. And what does it also say? The fact that my entire career, I never even questioned it. And so as I looked into this is issue, I was really driven by the social implication that that lack of women's basketball sneakers has. But as I kind of dug further, I realized that tons of research shows that not only is there this so negative social implication, but there's actually a negative performance one as well, because when women, when a female foot form is performing in a shoe that is built for the male foot form, it puts them at increased risk of the knee, ankle, and leg injuries that are so common in women's hoops. And so it was really this one-two punch that excited me to start Moolah Kicks. And I thought, you know, it is long time that we have a brand where the not only are the sneakers built specifically biomechanically for the female baller, but the entire brand, all we do is dedicated to women's hoops. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you started this brand when you were still in college, right? Your senior year? I would say, so I was a senior, it was 2020 when I started the brand and I started it right there from BC, but the real work definitely happened once we got sent home from COVID because I started working about, I work about 90 to 100 hours a week. And so in college, I was able to work about two hours on it a day. And you can see that you quickly lap that work once you're working on something for 90 to 100 hours. It's like, okay, the last two months of work is done. That same amount of work, it's done in one week when you're doing it full time. So I started while I was in college and being at Boston College, it played an instrumental part in getting started because I had access to all of this research that they had through the school library. And I had access to the athletic department who told me more about the female foot form and they helped inform a lot of the design that we did. Um, and I also had access to players and polling and testing. And I worked with some of the players on the team to test the very first prototypes. All right. I am not an entrepreneur, um, as I think people listening definitely are aware of that. How do you even go about creating a brand like this? Like, So testing, polling, how do you create a prototype? How did this happen? And can you tell us about the first sneaker you launched with? Absolutely. We started with the Phantom One. And I can say that when you start anything, it's one step at a time. If you look too far forward, it's so overwhelming. And what you need to do is say, what's the next step? I am going to do whatever I have to to make sure that I absolutely nail 110% of that next step. And so in the early days, it's, okay, I want to start a brand. Well, what should it be called? Okay, let's come up with 500 names. I'll pick one. Okay, well, what should the font look like? Why? 
what should the logo look like? Why? Right. You do a little bit of brand identity work and then you go into the product. How can we make sure that this product is really addressing the not only the needs, but the wants of our consumer? So what I did is I printed out. I'm a big paper person, not very into technology. And I printed out a ton of surveys. I made a survey, printed it out and used that school school printer money uh, and stood at the side of Conti Forum, which was our arena. And, you know, as at home games, they'd bring in a ton of like local high schoolers, right? Local high school teams. So I'd stand there and I'd pull every single high school girl that walked in, every middle school girl. I'd say, what do you like about your shoes? What don't you like? What colors would you want? And I just asked them. And I think in that first couple months, I must have pulled well over 500 people girls basketball players from high school to college and asking them what, them what they want. Then you say, okay, what's the next step? It's making that inner fit of the sneaker. It's what the last L-A-S-T, that's what makes the shoe fit specifically for female basketball players. So the next step is developing that. How did I get to do that? I said, let's start at the top. Jones and Vining is the number one last manufacturer in the world. And I called them. They didn't answer. I called them. <laughs> 22 times finally they answer and I say please let me come email after email no 22 calls finally they answer I say I'm my my name's Natalie White I'm starting this brand you know and I give my whole pitch and they say what it doesn't make sense and they let me come in I present my research and everything that I've done and they help me start developing the last but it's all one step at a time and saying, okay, now I have the inner sneaker done. Now we need to do the design, interview designers, hire a freelance designer. Now the design's done. Let's move on to the manufacturing. And so it's making sure you're fully committed to seeing every step through and using everything that you can in order to make that happen and not taking no for an answer. 22 times to the number one manufacturer in the world. Okay. I'm sensing a trend here. Because I also know that when you launched the first shoe, you launched with the exporting goods in 140 stores. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who has just created this brand, just out of college, 140 stores at launch with one of the biggest sporting retailers in the world. How did that happen? It's unbelievable and incredibly exciting. And I had the opportunity – well, everything about this business is so crazy when you look back on it. And that's why – you can't look too far forward either. <laughs> you know, you really have to just be able to to give your best every single day. So it was May of 2021. And in May of 2021, we were running a we we're getting ready to run a pre-sale campaign. I had no money. Um, it was about one year post-grad. I'd been working on this, like I said, I don't know, what is that, a hundred hours a week for how a full year and zero money living with my parents um were the the prototypes were just getting made and running a pre-sale campaign of the product in order to show the traction and start to build up the funds to go through our first production run and so naturally I have my one of my good friends from high school he comes out to take the promo video I got 50 of my old teammates came out we went to Brooklyn Bridge Park we played in 30 degree weather I made them take I made them wear tank tops and shorts and pretend like it was summer I mean the whole thing it, it's it's really too good looking back at it and we're taking this like you know thrown together video that we're doing our absolute best but looking back you're like wow I can't believe um what we were working with at the time and I put we put together this video 
and I put it on the Moolah Kicks site at the time. And we were able to, gr I also was simultaneously working a PR strategy because like I said, we had no money. We're not doing paid ads. We're not coming out with this big song and dance. Um, it's just, it's just me alone at the company at this point. And so I started calling and pitching to every publication I could. And the one who picked it up was Boston Globe. Michael Silverman at the Boston Globe said, this is an incredible story. And I am going to pick up this story for in tandem with the launch, with the launch of the pre-sale campaign. So flash forward to this, I do this article, the Boston Globe article comes out, was fabulous. And Matt Powell, who is an industry expert, was quoted in the Boston Globe article talking about how big the addressable market size is for women's basketball performance sneakers. The pre-sale campaign, we're pushing it with PR, we're pushing it on social. We get over $30,000 of sales in the first three weeks with almost no marketing. That's incredible. With this video of no, the shoe isn't even the, in the in the video. It's like a prototype where the top doesn't connect to the midsole and the outsole, and my old teammates, and we're all in like unbranded stuff. And I I had hand screened the Moolah logo on all of the shirts with my girlfriend at the time the night before. I mean, it was just so crazy. And so we have this. We have this great pre-sale campaign going at the same time as we're getting all this press in, which is continuing to give us some more attention. And on TV, my friend sent me a clip of Good Morning America, where the CEO of Dick's Sporting Goods was talking about the initiatives that the company has for making Dick's the destination for women's basketball players. And I saw it and I said, oh my gosh, they're going to love this. They're going to love Moolah Kicks. They're going to love a brand built specifically by and for female hoopers who are addressing the exact same thing that they're trying, that they're working so hard to do and are taking strides for. And I saw that Matt Powell was connected with, with the CEO of Dicks on LinkedIn. And so he, he connected me and I sent her a cold email and the rest is history. She provided me a really great opportunity to pitch to the buy team at Dick's. And from there, we were able to get into their stores by that fall season. 140 stores from a cold email. That is so impressive. And I, so I knew that part of the story. I did not know about the video shoot in Brooklyn. And uh, that's incredible. I wish I could have seen it. I will check out the campaign from the initial time. I don't know if it's still up. I'm not sure if you I, – I hope you can't check out that original campaign. Okay, I then you're going to need to send it to me. I don't know if we still stand by that uh, that branding there. I don't know. Hopefully that doesn't exist. But if you find it, let me know. <laughs> All right. So let's actually talk about branding. So we had the initial branding, and now three years later, I'm – you guys can't see this, but I am looking at Natalie. She's sitting in our office, and there are the Moolah Kicks – sneakers behind her it's it we are worlds away from where you were three years ago how would you describe the brand now the brand is probably the most exciting development um of everything that's happened over the past three years so from a retail perspective it's been incredible we've grown from 140 doors into over 450 with dicks and from a brand perspective we went from our original mission, which was to, quote unquote, fight for gender equality and make sneakers fit for female ballers, to 
a huge elevation where now we are first and foremost the number one brand in women's basketball, but we're almost against the word equality. And why I say that is because the vision and the platform that we're creating for women's basketball is so much bigger than what I had imagined when the company started. And the goal is not to be like men's basketball. It's not to have equal to men's basketball. It's actually to Moolah as a, as a brand has the opportunity to separate the, this comparison between men's and women's basketball, this comparison that so often subordinates women's basketball by saying the goal is to look like men's basketball. It's to be X compared. It's to let measure up to men's basketball. And we're uniquely positioned to, as a vehicle that continually for profit puts more money back into women's basketball. So every dollar we earn goes back into either more products or more marketing for women's basketball through a marketing lens of which we are not showing a comparative value. We're showing an intrinsic value of women's basketball. Oh, I absolutely love that. I have so many thoughts. Um, but before I get into those thoughts, we are going to take a quick ad break. We will be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brain or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Welcome back. So Natalie, we were talking about brands and partnerships and how it launched with Dick's. Um, do you have any other brand partnerships? And if so, what do you look for in a brand when you're choosing to partner? So I would, we have over 60 NIL athletes and two pro players. And so all of our athletes have their own brand. And I think that's a way that we see athletes pretty differently than some others do because with social media these days, every athlete really has their own things that they stand for, what they embody and what their personal branding is. And I would say our most important partnerships are with the athletes that we choose to partner with and work with. 
Yeah, NIL is such a huge marketplace right now. Um, and I mean, we've obviously seen the explosion there. So when you're partnering with an athlete, what do you look for as part of your brand? Oh my gosh, a good amount of things. I mean, first and foremost, talent, right? They have to be a straight hooper. They have to show that talent on the court um, and they really have to be able to deliver then we also look for someone who's kind of got that showtime energy, who's not afraid of the spotlight. And being a New York brand, being a – we started a lot of the – I'd say we, we started a lot of our marketing with the women's streetball community because I played in Dykeman. So we started with my team and Dykeman. We're in Dykeman, Rucker, Rose Pro, all of those leagues that you would want to hear. Watson, right, and TYP. And players who kind of have that ball handling, New York edge, jelly flavor, that also is super aligned with how, how this brand is positioned. That definitely makes sense. And then, okay, I know you've got some exciting stuff coming up. Um, new sneaker launch in July, right? Can you tell us about that? Yes, we're super excited. So we're debuting three new colors of our Neovolt Pro line. We have our Storm Pack coming out just in time for the summer this July. And we're really excited to drop that news next week. Well, I am super excited to see that news. Um, And then we chatted a little bit about this in the past. but So we're in the middle of Pride Month, and we've seen Adweek's written about this a lot. We've seen some brands back away. We've seen some brands lean in. How is Moolah Kicks looking at kind of Pride right now? Well... I mean, first of all, I, we look forward to June all year round, okay? This is one of the best months of the year, and selfishly, but I think it means a lot. Uh, there's a lot of, in, in women's basketball, it's the intersection of so many identities. Um, of course, everyone's a woman, intersection of being a woman, being a queer woman, oftentimes being a black woman, and all of these identities are so well represented in women's basketball, and so I think as the the first and only women's basketball brand. It's very important that we take this entire month to celebrate the queer community, especially the queer women identifying community. And in New York, we're doing a few things to celebrate. We're giving out some t-shirts to some of the best lesbian bars in New York, giving them, you know, hooking them up with the moolah merch. So we're going to do that next week and hopefully get a little celebration on. Wait, so what bars do I need to show up at next week to get a t-shirt? All right, so you're going to need to get a t-shirt at Cubby Hole. I think my team is DMing all of them right now. So we're going to go to Cubby Hole. We're going to go to the works. We're not going to go to the woods on Wednesday, but we're going to go to Cubby Hole. We're going to go to Henrietta's. We're going to go to Mary's and probably Ginger's. I have certainly never been to any of those four bars and certainly not all four of them in the last two weeks. Um. <laughs> Perfect. So everyone's <laughs> celebrating. And um, hopefully everyone's wearing a Moolah t-shirt while doing it. No, that's a great way to get your brand out there, though. So as a relatively new brand, how how have you gone about building a recognizable brand name? And what advice do you have for people that are trying to build a brand? Wow, I think consistency is a huge piece of it. I also think leading with product is very important because without a good product, you don't have anything. And focusing on what that product is and continually pushing for innovation improvement and making sure that your consumer is happy is is first and foremost. And then from there, making sure that your brand is showing up in ways that align with your values and in ways that align with what your 
for us, it's a, it might be a little bit different because it's so important to the Moolah brand that our women's basketball community is reflected. So we take a ton of insight from them and say, what colors do you want? What types of events do you want Moolah to show up at? What do you guys want from the number one brand of women's basketball? And we let our consumer and female hoopers drive a lot of those decisions. But I think to have a... a a recognizable brand it's continuing to show up in the same places with the same tone and connecting with your consumer and continuing to deliver the product to back it up and then i know you've got brand ambassador partnerships too with a couple WNBA players a couple uconn players uh, when you're partnering with a brand ambassador what's important there we see brand, I mean, brand ambassadors are, have just a slightly different deal structure. You know, we have different terms for the different deal structures that we have with our athletes, but we look for a lot of the same qualities and with our more in, I'd say with our, it's a, it's a higher intensity level with some of those brand ambassadors. So with Courtney Williams, Destiny Henderson, with Caroline Ducharme, they, the Moolah brand does a ton for them and they do a lot for the Moolah brand and it's a true, partnership. I mean, they have equity in the company. So this is really just as much of their brand as it is the Moolah teams. Well, and there's so much room for growth too, right? Like I think it just was announced either yesterday or today that like WNBA ratings are up 49% even from last year, which were record ratings too. So with your company growing so quickly and basketball growing so quickly, where do you see the future heading? Oh my gosh. Hopefully on the feet, hopefully Moolah on the feet of every women's basketball player. But it's so true. I mean, now if you're, if any, everyone who's listening to Champions of Change knows that this is, this is, this is our time in women's hoops. Like we are just going absolutely crazy with everything. And the WNBA is going crazy. The NCAA, we're seeing attendance like never before, excitement like never before, talent like never before. And so it's so fitting that Moolah is able to continue to turn this growth with women's basketball and also help contribute to it. All right. One last question, Natalie, before I let you go. So how can other people best be an ally and support women and non-binary folks working in sports? Having women working in sports is so important. And at Moolah Kicks, of course, this whole brand is built around women's basketball players. So I think that if if there's anywhere where everyone's excited to be in women's basketball and women's women's sports fans, players fit right in, it's here at Moolah Kicks. If you're a fan of women's sports, buy the merch, buy the products, wear Moolah Kicks, show everyone that you're a fan. And I think the last thing is avoid the word support, right? Because we we need your claps. We need your cheers when, if you love us the way that we love our game. But if you're seeing, if, if you're, I think women's basketball has graduated from the place where people are seeing it as charity. And certainly at Moolah Cakes, this is not charity. So if you don't, if you're not rocking with us, that's okay because we know that our women's basketball players are rocking with us and that's what matters. Absolute mic drop. Women's basketball, women's sports are not a charity. It is not a cause to pat yourself on the back to feel good about. It is the product and it is here and it is worth investing in. And I love that. So I think that's a great place to end it. Thanks, Natalie, so much for being here. I really enjoyed this. And thank you to everyone for listening. And tune in next week when we are joined with more basketball by Kia Clark, the CEO of the New York Liberty. 
Thank you for listening to Champions of Change, Shattering Ceilings in Sports, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Amanda Sickler, executive produced by Al Manorino and John Heal, and edited by Lane McGibney at Outwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, shoot us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.